And now, coming to you from the classiest radio station on the air, this is... Evie right back with Midweek Musings. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Midweek Musings. As always, my name is Evie Breitbach, the host of this radio show and podcast. I am a student at St. Ambrose University, majoring in English and minoring in multimedia, journalism, and digital media production. And welcome to my podcast. Midweek Musings is all about discussing philosophical or scientific questions that are a lot of times unanswerable, and today's is no different. Today we are going to be talking all about the universe. More specifically, is the universe truly infinite, and if not, what is past it? I've been wanting to do this topic for a while now. I've been scared and intimidated because thinking about this topic just freaks me out. You know those videos where they zoom in on something pretty small, like a human being, and then they zoom out and zoom out and zoom out until they're zooming out so far that you can see entire galaxies. Yeah, those videos freak me out so much because it makes me feel tiny and insignificant. Like, what is my purpose and why am I even here if I'm just a tiny little sack of meat on a floating rock hurtling through empty space, you know? Well, today we're going to face our fears and try to answer the question of if the universe is truly infinite. It's kind of the midweek musing to end all midweek musings. So, let's go. In the beginning, there was darkness. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And in a single second, that light traveled 186,000 miles and continued to race across the universe at that speed. In a year, that same light could travel 5.88 trillion miles. This number is called a light year. 5.88 trillion miles in a year. If you haven't noticed, I've strayed off the path of the Bible. Hopefully you follow. (laughs) A trillion is a number that we often can't even begin to comprehend because it's so huge. A trillion is 1,000 billions, and a billion is 1,000 millions. A trillion dollars, for example, could send every single high school student in the United States to college. So to comprehend the idea of a trillion miles, let alone hundreds of trillions of miles, is insane. Now, scientists have come up with this concept called the observable universe. The observable universe is the ball-shaped region of the universe comprising all matter that can be observed from Earth, or its space-based telescopes and exploratory probes, at the present time. Currently, the observable universe is 93 billion light-years across. And with Earth in the middle, that basically splits the number in half. So, like, the farthest distance from Earth that we've seen is 30 to 40 billion light-years away. This means that to find the number of miles that the observable universe is across, you would need to take 96 billion, which is the number of light years it is across, times 5.88 trillion, which is how many miles a beam of light travels in a year. Let me just say that one more time. 96 billion times 5.88 trillion. And that's just how far humans have seen. (laughs) What really astonishes me is that We, as tiny meat sacks on a floating rock hurtling through empty space, somehow were able to know that the observable universe is 93 billion light years across. How did we ever do that? 
let's go back to the 19th century. It's time for a little bit of history. Imagine you're standing on a sidewalk watching cars pass by. As each car approaches you, the sound of its engine is relatively higher in pitch. However, as the car moves away from you, the sound becomes lower in pitch. That is what 19th century physicist Christian Doppler called the Doppler effect. This same principle applies to light. If you have a star you can use as a reference point, you can look to see which direction other stars are moving. If the rays are red, or red shift, that implies that they are stretched out and the object is moving away from the reference point. Contrarily, if the waves are short and blue, blue shift, the object is moving towards you. Fast forward to the 1920s, Edwin Hubble noticed that in general, everything seemed to be red shifted, moving away from everything around it. This meant that the universe is expanding, which was a huge shift from the belief at the time that it was static and still. This concept is tricky to determine exactly how big the universe is and how old it really is, because for example, we see the light from something one light years away a year after it happened because it took the light a year to get there. So now the thing that the light the thing that is only one light year away is farther away because the universe has expanded. All that aside, what you really should take from that last bit is that the universe is constantly expanding and getting bigger. This will help us answer our question later on. Now, I've talked about the observable universe, which is what humans have seen. But what's beyond the observable universe? We don't know because we haven't observed it yet. There seems to be a general consensus among the academic community that the universe is almost certainly bigger than what we can see. And that makes sense. I mean, what are the odds that us humans can see exactly to the edge of the universe and not any farther? It tracks. There are different studies attempting to calculate the real size of the universe beyond what we can see, and one statistical estimate carried out by Oxford researchers found that the universe might be 251 times larger than the observable universe, which would put it at 23,343 billion light years across. And according to my research, that's a bit on the conservative side. Another study reports that the universe is 10 to the power of 10 to the power of 10 to the power of 122 <laughs> megaparsecs across. And one megaparsec is 3.26 million light years. That number comes out to be so big that there's not even a reasonable unit of measurement that can adequately express it. Even still, this number is not infinity because you can never reach infinity. It's just an idea. The idea that it will go on indefinitely, forever. Now folks, strap in for this next part, because it's horrible <laughs> in every way. We know that from Hubble, the universe we live in is always expanding, but Hubble was off in his original calculations for the actual, the actual rate of expansion. More recently, physicists have calculated the rate of expansion of the universe to be 70 kilometers per second per megaparsec away. So, two megaparsecs away from us would be expanding at 140 kilometers per second. And so on. This extrapolates out to the farthest points of the observable universe expanding at 2 million kilometers per second, which is 10 times faster than the speed of light. 
And if you know anything about the theory of relativity, you know that nothing can move faster than the speed of light. So <laughs> what the heck? Like, when I was doing my research, I was thoroughly confused at this point. There are objects in our... So like this is basically saying that there's objects in our universe moving faster than the speed of light, which goes against everything that we know. But no, these objects aren't moving. It's the space between the objects that is moving. So based on the fact that the universe is expanding, it means that nothing could ever reach the edge. It's always moving away from you. And we'll come back to this later, because this is a pretty poor way to explain why the universe is infinite. But for a more simpleton um, explanation, that'll work. This theory does rely on the fact that the universe is expanding, though, because at any point in time, it could stop expanding, and then it would have a finite end. Or it could start collapsing in on itself. But that doesn't really answer my question now, does it? Because we still want to know if the universe is infinite. Because theoretically, infinity can expand into more infinity. You know what I mean? Like, infinity can get bigger if it's still infinite. So more recently, scientists have been looking at the geometry and the shape of the universe to try and determine if it's infinite or not. They say that if the universe were to be perfectly flat, that it is likely infinite. But if it's the shape of anything else, like round, spherical, cylindrical, etc., then it is probably finite because it's confined to its form. Basically, a perfectly flat thing can go on forever in every single direction and have no bounds, but something that is bounded to a shape would have an end, in theory. I can already hear the finite arguers saying that I haven't addressed their points yet, so let's do that next. One argument that says the universe is finite argues that the Big Bang, which is the huge explosion that created the universe from nothing, couldn't have derived something infinite from something so finite. This theory, however, uses the commonly misunderstood assumption that the Big Bang was an eruption in space, when in reality it was an eruption of space. The Big Bang created space. It wasn't a ball of matter planted in space, exploding outward into the planets and the stars. It was space. It was a point of infinite energy that created space and everything in it. That makes sense, but what about the fact that the universe is expanding, I hear you say? <laughs> what is it expanding into? Because it can't be expanding if it's not expanding into something. But it isn't like the edge of the universe is always getting pushed back. I know I said that earlier as an example, but that was to prove that we would never be able to reach the end anyways. It's not so much that the edge of the universe is getting pushed back, it's that the space in between everything is expanding. There is no edge, only space. Another issue that people have when trying to imagine the universe being infinite is that they always have to imagine the universe being in something. Which makes sense because everything that we've ever known is in something. The Earth is in our solar system. Our solar system is in our galaxy. And our galaxy is in our universe. So naturally, it's easy to think that the universe must be in something larger. And I could not find a better way to explain it than the way that space.com puts it. So I'm just going to read you an excerpt. When you imagine the universe, you think... You might think of a giant ball that's filled with stars, galaxies, and all sorts of interesting astrophysical objects. You may imagine how it looks from the outside, like an astronaut views Earth from an orbit above. 
But the universe doesn't need that outside perspective in order to exist. The universe simply is. It is entirely mathematically self-consistent to define a three-dimensional universe without requiring an outside. When you imagine the universe as a ball floating in the middle of nothing, you're playing a mental trick on yourself that the mathematics does not require. Granted, it sounds impossible for there to be a finite universe that has nothing outside it, and not even, quote, nothing in the sense of an empty void, completely and totally mathematically undefined. In fact, asking what's outside the universe is like asking what sound does the color purple make. It's a nonsense question because you're trying to combine two unrelated concepts. It could very well be that the universe does have an outside, but again, this doesn't have to be the case. There's nothing in mathematics that describes the universe that demands an outside. So basically, this is back to my own words now, not space.com. It's like in math when you have like anything over zero or anything over infinity. It's undefined. There is no answer. And this reminds me of another thing I saw in my research, which I wasn't necessarily going to talk about on the podcast just because it wasn't super related. And we might do another episode on it later, but the multiverse. It was talking about if the universe is infinitely big, wouldn't there be infinite numbers of you out there in like every single possible like combination? And what I read was that it's <laughs> the odds of it, of that being the case, is essentially zero times infinity, which is also mathematically undefined because zero times anything is zero and anything times infinity is infinity. So zero times infinity, it's either zero or infinity. So it basically means that there's either nobody else, there's no single other one of you out there, or there's infinite ones. And that's why it's undefined. But back to the point at hand. I think that for me personally, there is enough evidence pointing to the fact that the universe is truly infinite. I don't really see a way around it. In my head, there is no scenario in which it stops. I don't think that would be possible. And honestly, I'd rather think about the universe being infinitely large and infinitely just going in every single direction then have to think about what would be beyond the finite universe because that's way scarier. As a kid, I used to like lay in bed and think about this because I, the only thing I could possibly like conceive would be outside the universe was just like blank white space. Because I was like, if it was blank dark space, like that would just be like, like space. (laughs) So I was like, well, it has to be like something different. So in my head, I've always pictured like the outside of the universe being blank white space but now I don't see how that would realistically be a thing so I'm on team the universe is infinite but that's just Evie's two cents but despite what I think I am not a physicist obviously but honestly this episode has made me become much more interested in that side of things I'm also not a mathematician or a scientist or anything like that, so as always, take my word with a grain of salt and do your own research if you're really interested in this topic. But I will warn you, nobody really knows the answer, for sure, so I hate to say it. We have another classic, undecided ending of midweek musings. (laughs) And I don't really know if anyone ever will know the answer to this question, because that would involve, like, two 
100% be certain, wouldn't you technically just have to see it for yourself? You know what I mean? Which means that if it was infinite, you would never know. And if it's finite, the edge, quote, edge of the universe would probably still be so, so ungodly far away that it would be impossible to ever get there. Wow. Even this is like a super scary topic to think about, but even though it can be super scary, it's also kind of perfect to think about it too, because like on our floating rock hurtling through an empty void of nothingness, all of the cosmic tumblers aligned to create you and me, perfect sacks of meat (laughs) with actual thoughts running through our heads, like thoughts that are allowing us to think about these things. That's insane. But anyways, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Midweek Musings. It ended up being shorter than I thought it was going to be, which is weird because it took me forever to write this episode and do the research for it. But thank you again for listening and be sure to come back next week. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Midweek Musings airs at 6.30 on Wednesday nights on 106.1 FM in the Quad Cities area. But you can also find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University.